just becoming a crusty old fuck growing up kind of like a get off my lawn i i hate this younger generation not even hate this younger generation just becoming just just kind of less tolerant less patient more just pissed off no i don't worry about it i know i'm good i know i'm on the path but i don't worry about it i think it's just a rite of passage it's just you're on a train track right yeah and you're gonna pass certain locations across the way and eventually you're just going to get there and you can't you, you can't deviate or everything goes awry. There's a derailment. You don't want to derail. Just steady as she goes, baby. Right. I, it's weird. I, uh, I thought about this, um, especially with like sports, because you get now with Facebook and, and some other social media, you get a lot of like uh, generational challenges, especially now, you know, with like Mike, Michael versus the, these news players, 90, uh, 96 bulls versus the 2017, uh, uh, warriors or players now just aren't tough anymore. And I, you know, I, I I'm not, a, I'm not a reverse get off my lawn guy. You know, I'm not like, <clears throat> I, I, I like to, obviously I know I'm getting older. I'm going to be 40 here in, in less than two months. Um, I understand that I'm going to have some zeitgeistian, uh, uh, opinions about certain things, but it all came to a head this past weekend. Okay. So, uh, me and Sarah went to middle of Virginia. We were supposed to go to Cincinnati. We were supposed to go to the Orioles game, but our chauffeur, uh, caught COVID. Uh, and I said, well, you know, half the, pl- half the trip was going to see her friend. Uh, so I said, you know, I don't, I don't want to go to Cincinnati just to see the Orioles. That, uh, you know what I mean? I just didn't want to do it. So we, we had an excursion. We went to, went to middle Virginia. We did like a 9.75 mile trail hike slash mountain climb, which was ridiculous. Um, but any, it's fucking awful. We can get back to that in a minute. <laughs> but, 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 you know what you know, I did on vacation? I worked out more than I do when I'm not, not on vacation. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking, that sounds like a fucking terrible idea. It was, it was fun at parts. I, I'll, We'll get into that. But anyway, um, Sunday morning we got up and we went to this uh, place called Loray Caverns. Have you guys ever heard of uh, mm. such a yeah such, yeah yep. yeah a lot I of stalactites and stalagmites and mm-hmm. some some Correct. meeting in the middle, some meeting you know and what and, do they call in the middle? What do they call when they meet? Ooh, I think it's called tummy sticks. <laughs> Space docking, <laughs> some sort of. No, <laughs> 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 so it's called cave tummy sticks. <laughs> it's, it's just it's, yeah. <laughs> But which one opens up and accepts the other? (laughs) (laughs) Cave tummy tummy sticks in 10,000 BC. The literal translation was, ooh, ooga, gigi. They said that on a uh, video recorder that we had. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking about the thousand years of tips rubbing together. uh, hmm, Before the fusing. Okay. Okay. Continue. um, So. Spelunking. I'm 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 incredibly excited. I I, I haven't done anything like that. In so qu- are those stalactites? That's right. Yeah, that's they've been hard for thousands of years. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. That was one too many. But um, so two things, actually three things happened. So uh, one, there is a, a a reflection pond that has a perfect like mirror reflection of what is above it or the, the, the I guess the top of the cave. And it does look neat when you're looking down at this water, like, holy shit, that looks wild. And it's, it's a small area. You can't get past people. 
and there's these it's a group of uh group of people ladies in their mid-20s and they're all taking pictures and it's like 12 different pictures and then i flip a different type of uh a filter more pictures another filter more pictures another filter more pictures like god and then and one of them said god would you just look at that and i was like yeah would you put your fucking phone down and look at it with your fucking eyes and remember so i just sit there patiently for like two minutes while it was like okay next thing a 50-year-old dude is walking down this narrow path that you... you but if he got into one... You want, you, wait, do you, you want to unpack that one first? Or do you want to keep going with all of your old man grouchiness? Well, we could go <laughs> one at a time, I guess. I thought I'd, I thought I'd give it to you in one fell swoop, but we can... Sure. No, let him, let him go real quick. Okay. All, all right. right. Give us a quick rundown. So Let's we're get going from... Uh, and these things kind of... There was areas that opened up, followed by smaller kind of footpaths that were big enough for two people to get by well this one guy has his phone out and he's video recording and narrating it and he's walking down the middle uh so you can't get by him and he's walking slowly and i remember i i said i i hope to god the microphone on his camera picks this up and i said oh man i'm I'm narrating this entire event and i'll never watch this video ever again as long as i fucking live but god damn it i'm gonna narrate all this stuff that i'm looking at right now fucking god i was like put the fucking phone down man and then there was a specific thing that that people all there were uh uh, employees all over the place they were explaining don't touch don't touch don't touch don't touch of course it's just way too close kids are going to be like yeah um but you're, you're trying not to fuck with the moisture because the water basically creates all this water and carbon and there was one like pop up in the middle and granted, it didn't exactly look like a prop, but I'm pretty sure you weren't allowed to touch it. And a parents were telling their kid to sit on it while they took a fucking picture of it. As like, you realize that they've been saying this entire trip, don't touch anything. And you are the parent, the authoritarian, the goddamn person who's supposed to be smacking your fucking kids for touching these things. Like, oh, yeah, sit on it. This will be great. God. And then they took a thousand pictures. Just smash fucking phones. <laughs> Okay, I still gonna, had a good time. It was good. It was, it, was, it was a great time. It was a good. It was a good tourist stop. Money well spent. First, Alan, as as the uh, you're closer to the generation, I think Wes is railing on. So I'm gonna. I, I think you should have the opportunity to uh, to speak I mean, first on this. I, what do you mean? The so, guy narrating like, was like in his mid fifties. Yeah, I was gonna say this. This sounds like a broad spectrum of people, which is why, like, I think his lead in was a little misleading because I don't think it's a generation. I don't think this is old man rate. I think this is just rage rage, Mm -hmm. which West has a legitimate issue with. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, my man is with his his lovely, beautiful lady, and he's at this lovely, beautiful piece of nature, this one-of-a-kind area with pools of water that reflect stalactite ceilings and fucking... All my man could think about is this motherfucker in his phone narrating and fucking creating a memory. Like he's just stewing about other people around him instead of enjoying the situation that he's in. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? I gotta stick up for Wes's rage rage because I, I I genuinely believe that humanity has lost its fucking mind. And there and again, I don't know if it's generational or if it's technological. I think there's certain people out there who have really dove they dove so deep into the social media aspect of everything. They got to show people how good their lives are, that they have to capture the perfect moment perfectly, or it wasn't a perfect moment because they can't share 
that moment and get the perfect reception for the moment. And because of that, your moment's fucking ruined. You're the guy walking around like you're supposed to and fucking enjoy it, inhale it, visualize it, see it, memorize it, just grant it right into your fucking memory bank. And they're getting in the way of that bull fucking shit. And they're stalagnates, by the way, when they meet in the middle, the yeah. stalactites and the stalagmites. <laughs> good to know. I mean, good to know. Listen, I, I'm not beyond technology. I pulled my phone out and I think I took. Uh, somewhere between a half a dozen to a dozen photos. You're there for an hour. They they say give yourself about 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes, depending upon how you know, how, how fast you walk, how much you want to soak this in. Do you want to stop at everything? And, and you know they give you a uh, actually they don't give you a recorder and have a narrator narrate it, but they had they do have a brochure that gives you certain landmarks that you can read about. So take your time. We took an hour. Well, I think the thing that I was missing there was I meant to get to because I was uh, you're you're kind of working me up because remember the remember the train and I told you those fucking oh, yeah. you know the AV club jack wagons got on the back of the train and decided they were just going to consume the whole thing. They were getting in the way of my good time. Their good time trumped everyone around them's good time, and so those people that were getting fourteen Instagram filter photos were getting in the way of your enjoyment by taking two. Too much time to capture the perfect enjoyable moment. So they were fucking up your opportunity to have pleasure. Same with fucking 50-year-old fucking narration guy. He was getting in your way of having your own mental narration that wasn't bothering anybody else. Yeah, this is what, so you were mad that they were in your way. Wanna be Morgan Freeman, motherfucker. Yeah. No, nah, I mean I, I get it. I I agree with you on the like the whole over cell phone usage. Cause like for me it's at concerts and stuff. You know what I mean? Like back when concerts were a thing. I haven't been to one in a while. But fucking yeah, people holding up their phones and shit. Fucking I'm short, man. It should really grinds my gears so i mean i get it i guess in a big giant rock cavern i'd probably wouldn't care uh unless you are like gumming up the works like if there's a narrow path and you're just fucking standing in it videotaping yeah you gotta fucking move uh i mean i kind of get that one um go ahead no i was good well just i remember i got on my wife i got on maria about like videotaping something one time and i was like can't you just enjoy this and she looked at me she said are you enjoying it i said if you would put your phone away i'd enjoy it well, I'm enjoying it by recording it. Is that okay? And I was like, fuck. Yeah. Who am I? Got you. That's, <laughs> who, who that's, am I to say how much pleasure you're getting from a moment? That's something I just don't you know. Understand. And I think it all boils down to like, you know, I, so these days I don't really take pictures a lot. And I find myself being like, oh, I wish I had to took like an, a picture or two. But I'm also okay with it because I like remember that thing that I did. And I wasn't taking pictures. So it's this it's this fine line of like I have I could fucking bootleg a concert in my hand or <laughs> I could just watch the concert and enjoy it. Uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I get what you're saying. The, but see, like the, the reflection pool, and I, I don't even know if that's what it was called, but we'll call it that for, for conversation's sake. It bottlenecked. And rightfully so, because it was an attraction of these caves. It was one of the highlights of it. And it is beautiful. And it is absolutely, it's a marvel. It's wonderful to look at. And and I get it. I, I, I wasn't even agitated for the first part of it, because I was kind of on my tippy toes looking over like three or four people. I was like, oh, holy shit, that is wild. I can't wait to get up there. And instead, I, I sat there for three minutes while six Ignorant ass, and I know I'm misusing the word ignorant, but ignorant ass motherfucker sat there and decided to take like 75 photos each. Like, and it's like, oh my god, like you don't even have a concept of how 
how irritable you how irritating you are, how irritable I am because you're a fucking asshole. Assholes sometimes don't even know. Maybe it's like being stupid and dead. You don't know. When you're dead, you die. You don't know it. When you're stupid, you don't know it. Maybe when you're that that ignorant, you just don't know. That's true, man. I'm a firm believer in telling people that they're dumb, though. Yeah. Yeah, true. Like, mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't know. And you just got to be like, look, man, Like I, I love you. You're cool, but you're stupid. No. It's okay. We'll get, we'll get through it together. What would you, what would you said to these strangers? Taking. Uh, I don't know. It depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I usually don't really give a shit because, like, I'm not taking a picture. So it's like, I, as long as I right. can see it, I'm kind of okay. I'm, I'm getting my experience in. But I mean, I will tell you to fucking kick rocks. And I like using terms like that. Like, I like telling people to beat it and or kick rocks. <laughs> and like. A lot of people don't get it these days. Like you get no. some youngsters, they're like, "What? What? I'm like fucking get out of here, <laughs> move it." Well, saying kick rocks inside the uh, cavern may not be the best option. That's fair. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but I'll say I'll do the the very passive aggressive thing where like once they're done and they are finally moving on and it's my turn, I'll be like, "You sure you don't want to get one more?" I'll yeah. say something like that. I, I, like, I was about to say to the one closest to us, be like, Did, "Are you sure you got it?" Are you sure you got the right one? You've taken a lot. I just make sure. But just very loudly complains so that the rest of the group also like pounds of for you know, come on, man. Like from a distance. And then some people be like, Yeah, some some other asshole would be like, get the fuck out of here. And then they'll get the hint. <laughs> I don't my know, favorite I... one. My favorite one to mutter is today, Junior. That's an old one. Yeah. Makes fun of people stuttering though. You make fun of people who stutter? Yeah, why not? Why <laughs> yeah, they stutter. Yeah. It's funny. Dude, there's that fucking comedian from uh, America's Got Talent who's making an entire career off his fucking stuttering. And he's fucking brilliant. And the way he plays it is fucking brilliant. So, mm-hmm. you know what? Fuck him. We got, okay, god damn it. I'm probably, I shouldn't bring this up, but I'm going to. Like, we got a deaf chick that works with us. And every now and again, she gets a little flustered and she gets mad. And <laughs> you start getting that noise coming from her face. And. Yes, we will mock her occasionally. And somebody will say, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, why? We fucking pick on each other all goddamn day. You know how many bald jokes I got to listen to? You know how many short jokes I got to listen to? You know how many neurotic jokes I got to listen to? Anxiety jokes I got to listen to? I hear the gamut of it. She's got one fucking thing we have to pick on. I'm going to pick on her for it. Why? Because I like her. And you pick on people you like. And she just happens to make a fucking, like, like the beginning of do the it fucking again? Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I always say, if we ever take her to karaoke, we're going to have her sing Led Zeppelin, the immigrant song. The <laughs> Oh, wow. God, it's a wonder yeah. you're not shit can for that. Uh, yeah. By the way, just for frame, th- this is the this is what I was talking about. So there, there's water. You can see it. And oh, then, that is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's stunning. It's wonderful. Yeah. That's like the last image you see if a crocodile comes at you. <laughs> And then death. That's what you yeah. see soon thereafter. Pearly gates. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Middle crash holes, everyone. Stuttering. That's a terrible stutter. <laughs> terrible stutter. That's <laughs> really bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Why are you guys making fun of me for my bad stutter? Uh, Foxman, <laughs> Allen, uh, man. But yeah, 9.7, Old Rag Mountain in uh, in Virginia. It was wild. There was a a rock scramble towards like the towards the top of it. I mean, um, some parts I mean, were some parts where if you didn't concentrate, you were gonna fuck yourself up. Maybe not death, but I mean, 
get the fucking helicopter out there. File this under white people shit. Mm. Mm. Come that's to, fair. Come to think of it, I think I, I mean, almost... uh, that's not true. I know some browns that fucking hike, but. I know. There, you know, there was this whole article. Um, I can't remember what agency it was, but somewhere in California, and it was talking about, like, um, hiking is racist because, like, it's white people. White people do all the hiking. And it's like, did you ever think that black folk maybe just don't want to go out and fucking climb a hill? It's Maybe it's just white people shit. That's yeah, fine, right? That's just white people stuff. That's, yeah, I'm fine with that. You all can have it. Like, it's not that I don't, like, that's a lie, because it's not that I don't, like, that's excessive. Nine mile, no thanks. I'll oh, do, yeah. like, a mile or two or something like that. That's was, fine. If you could have cut the first part leading up to the rock scramble in half, the rock scramble, and then maybe, like, another half a mile after that, that would have been cool. That would have been probably somewhere between three-ish miles. That seems reasonable. So that last, like, mile downhill, which we bypassed some other stuff, I mean, I was I was avoiding rocks to step on because my feet were so fucking tender. I looked like I, I, I didn't even want to look at the bottom of my feet. I got in the pool at the hotel afterwards and just laid there for ten minutes. I'm not talking about laid by the pool. I'm saying laid in the pool and just... <laughs> ugh. <laughs> let my right. notes did suck. You do this, like, did you do this in appropriate footwear? This sounds like a thing you need appropriate footwear for, like specific footwear for. Yeah, oh, you, you probably did them in like some Adidas fucking like you know Under Armour cross trainers. Yeah, that's mm. solid. That's a solid choice. I Under mean, Armour Under Armour shoes are terrible too. I, I don't. I, I I I was even asking Sarah towards the tail end. I was like, is there anything that I could have bought? south of like $150 that would have helped me out today would have made me feel less I don't know like anytime I stepped those for that last mile like I was stepping on you know, nails yeah yeah probably some nice boots south of 150 no no, no. I said nice boots but yeah <laughs> well I mean that's what I said south of $150 I'm not spending that kind of money when I hike what if you consider okay I've been quote unquote hiking before, but nothing like this. Okay. I've been everything I've done before this was just a trail in a hill. And you know, sneakers you know. Were, were were okay. This like when Wait, I so, sorry, so how do how did Sarah fare? Oh, she's done this before. She's done uh, this so she very trail before. Shit. No, she had these like I it's tough to explain. It's like ASIC off roaders. So it's off road running. Yeah. I got those. So, yeah, like Nike makes them. They make like their running shoes with like they're called like Terras, and they got their little. They're, it's like um, if you modified like anytime you see like in a post-apocalyptic movie, and it's like there's this Mustang GT, but it's got fucking like fenders with fucking yeah. like shark's yeah. teeth yeah. hanging off the side. Yeah, it's, it's like, like that. Mad but, Max. Uh, they had just yeah. treads where treads don't even need to be. Like, yeah, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. But there yeah, was dude, it, and, the guy Mer. I was just gonna say, like, you, you talk about like spending too much on shoes, like, dude. I go through a like a nice pair of Nike running shoes every six months. Well, you figure Another, though, it's that's more of a mileage thing than it is. Yeah, yeah. Can't you that I know. Isn't that a work expense? Well, no, because they technically give us money to buy shoes, but we have to buy shoes that are made by. They're, they have to be union-made shoes. Mm. And so, like... Uh, they make you wear those all-black fuckers. Like, just everything. Black, black on black on black. Yeah, basically, they um, they find a cow that has uh, <clears throat> fallen in a field, and then they literally just shape the leather off of its hide, <laughs> and then they instantly, like, before it's cured, just, like, sew it together in shoe form, 
And then they go to the rubber factory where they get like the hockey puck rubber and then they just somehow stitch it to the bottom of uh, said dead cow. And that's your that's your union made shoe. And then your feet are fucking eviscerated within a week. And if you step on anything sideways, the whole your I, I tore a um I tore a, a tendon on like you know where the nubby thing is on the outside of your ankle? Mm-hmm. I tore the tendon that touches that all because I stepped on a rock and just the entire shoe, it's so hard, crack, it just went completely sideways. Took me about a year to heal from that motherfucker, and I still had to stumble around on it the whole that time. That sounds terrible. Yeah, up, so leave, I don't wear those anymore. Leave it up to a union like that to limit what you can wear for something that is job specific. You know what I mean? Your job yeah. requires Wait. walking. So yeah, they, and they're like, are, mm, you guys yeah. are a union, right? Like you're, you're, are you a union? Yes, and union yeah. must buy, we must support union. So well, union must support union. Well, I'm just saying that like maybe get more active in your union because it sounds like your CBA is really shit and you guys got the shaft. Yeah, run, run on a platform of quality footwear. Yeah, like, fuck this. We need Nikes. <laughs> yeah. You might win. You might fuck, yeah. Just on the pun alone. <laughs> yeah. You'll be fucking union treasurer in no time. You'll be skimming a little off the top. And fucking right. living the good life. Well, you know, there's I, a, don't, there's, there's I don't a, want to comment. I'm waiting for like three red dots to show up on my fucking forehead and chest simultaneously. <laughs> there's, a, there's a really good uh, movie from the late 80s where Sylvester Stallone is a... Yeah, it's called Fist. It's a, it stands for the Federation <laughs> of Interstate Truckers. It's a union movie. Have you, have you ever seen this? Yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, it just, it's, but Stallone rises through the ranks and becomes... The fist leader and gets absorbed by all the fistings that are going on. I suppose I don't know. I've only seen it once, twice. I don't know. Seventy three on Rotten Tomatoes. It's worth worth a watch. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. I wonder if they thought that title was going to age well or not. <laughs> I got to say, somewhere around the early two thousands, someone was like, "Damn, ew, weird." <clears throat> well. Middle class was every wait. I, I already introduced this, didn't yeah, I? You yeah, got it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We just got a good double intro going inadvertently. So Middle class was everyone more around, Fox man. Um, <laughs> speaking of unions, <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> this, is, this is like uh, this, what? I'm get yeah. really getting into like phony leads, phony like kick-ins like that. Um, union. Phony unions, yeah, that's right. Uh, man tries to perform nose job on himself, unsurprisingly ends up at a hospital. So a Brazilian man who did not give himself a Brazilian or attempt to give himself a Brazilian or fist himself, uh, ended up in emergency room last week after attempting to perform a rhinoplasty on himself using YouTube tutorials and super glue. So he used uh, some rubbing alcohol to disinfect the area, uh, veterinary anesthetic, anesthetic to numb the pain. Um, when he was done operating, he used a uh, self-absorbing thread and super glue to close the wound. Actually, the ER did very little after that. Now, they don't say whether or not the, uh, the, <clears throat> the self-performed surgery or procedure was a success. Uh, one, this shit's just going to happen more and more. Especially, He said he learned it off of YouTube. Now, I don't know. I, I'm assuming this wasn't a DIY rhinoplasty video. Uh, type thing. This is obviously that he watched the surgery and said, I can do that to myself. And if you guys remember, roughly a year ago, a guy in Florida tried to cut his dick off or cut someone else's dick off. And uh, I, I don't know how that tied to it. This is the first thing I think thought of. Um, but your thoughts on the DIY rhinoplasty? I, 
think I got to see it first. Yeah, can't. Is there a picture? No, there's obviously no. just some stock photos from uh, from some movies, and then uh, a, a guy in OR scrubs giving a thumbs up. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Sounds like he was very attentive to the videos that he watched. Like yeah. there was a lot of detail you gave there. I mean, most of it sounded fairly straight up for a DIY nose job. You know, I mean. It's all, I guess, really contingent on how steady his hand was and, you know, did his face get infected? Uh, well, uh, yeah. I'm willing to bet that, you know, whether he likes the results or not, it worked. He definitely sh- changed the shape of his nose. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. yeah, it was a nose job. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I think the fatal flaw, and this is a catch-22 right here, is I believe veterinary anesthesia is basically ketamine, oh, and yeah. that's a disassociative, and so... You know, you got to take it, but then all of a sudden you are in a psychedelic realm where you may or may not be able to follow along to your YouTube tutorial anymore. And you may just happen to go a little um, Picasso on yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I think the least the the fucking time you would least want to fall into a K-hole is mid rhinoplasty mid diy uh yeah, rhinoplasty DIY yeah. rhino doing it with your cutco knife <laughs> but like yeah it's probably gonna go bad is what i would think your cutco <laughs> knife <laughs> here's here's the question though that, now why did he end up going to the hospital mm. exactly like yeah was he bleeding out like i mean it sounds like look infected I, obviously wound. it's a dumb idea infected but... wound. oh mm. That's it, though? Yeah. I mean, everything else seemed to be a success? Wait, what did you say? Guy was infected? Infected a wound. He showed up at the... Uh, you're gonna, showed up at the Campo Limpo Emergency Care Unit. It sounds like a real uh, real top ten in the yeah, Brazil area. Yeah, definitely. Damn. Yeah, so he might have he done an okay job. He probably did okay, just got infected because, you know, he's not in a sterile environment. And he probably got his, all, fuck it, his hands all... Just all up in there, cleaning the wound, dressing, um, and then guidance uh, on the necessary care. That was it. Patient was discharged from the hospital on the same day. In addition to being referred uh, to return with a uh, BMF specialist, uh, that is to they don't say. Damn it, bad motherfucker. Yeah, I guess the bad motherfucking specialist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, okay. I'm starting to think, uh, and now we live in a different world. We live in a different era. You already went through all the nonsense you got to deal with when you just go to a vacation spot and people got to use their cell phones. And it's a different era. Should plastic surgeries be covered under your insurance policies? Because apparently, I don't want to. I don't want to upset a certain alphabet of groupings of people out there. But it's people seem to have a lot of identity disorders in this day and age. And if we are to thwart this mental illness epidemic. If you want a nose job to feel better about yourself, maybe the insurance companies, because they're expensive. And that's why this resort to a tutorial. Well, I mean, should or like should or or uh, or will they? Because I don't know. I mean, I, I just don't see these. Uh, well, well, they will not. We can go ahead. Yeah, and that means to say these insurance companies uh, aren't going to budge on that. But should they? Absolutely. As much as we pay these motherfuckers, they should cover everything. So, yeah, yeah, we can get into that conversation. But fucking we all collectively pay them plenty for all of us to get as many fucking fucking Yako Pastoria as we want. 
Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Voluntarily. Cut them off and give me blade legs. Fucking because I can. Like, I want I want a fucking nose job? Give me a nose job. I want you to turn this penis into a G. Fucking make it happen. Push it inside me. Fucking, you know, I fucking for freezies. Well, not free. Tax money. Or premiums. Either yeah. way. Make this a stalag great. There's plenty of money floating around for these motherfuckers for us to get as much stuff as we'd like. I do think that maybe some basic cosmetic procedures in this very vain era of humanity that we live in should potentially be be covered in some capacity. Like dental work. Like, dude, I, I mean, I see the commercial all the time. But I don't know what it's for. Those like screwing teeth where they like implant like uh, like uh, threads into your gum line and then they fucking actually screw them bitches in. Like, and there there are taglines like because a, 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 what is it? A healthy smile can change your life. And you see some of these motherfuckers. It's like. Crackhead McGee just spent 20 years on the meth pipe clean. He's got fucking, I don't know, sand tiger teeth that are fucking blackened every third one. And and then they show the after, and it looks like a fucking fresh set of chiclets shaved down. It's like, damn, yeah, homeboy could have been somebody. But that, but now he's got beautiful teeth, and he's still got a face that's all fucked up. It's just like the teeth are looking too good, damn good. Just like too, too straight, too pearly white. You know. I know what you're saying, but, but it, okay, let's say they did like a, uh, I don't know, what do you call that, that that laser abrasion thing, you know, and yet he still had the fucking death teeth. Mm-hmm. He'd still look like shit. Right. Mm-hmm. But with the fucking road burn face and those pearly whites, it's like, damn, that's still a handsome, he's, he's, he's a. He's a weathered yet handsome man. Yeah. That 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 he grill on. Be him. like he's he's you know unfortunately ugly, but he's got great teeth. He looks like he's taking care of himself. Yeah. Right. He's clearly got insurance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so some cosmetic shit, teeth and like teeth and eyes. Why does our healthcare was like you know what's unimportant to us? Your fucking mouth. Get get other fucking insurance for your mouth, you piece of shit. It's not part of healthcare. You know what I like? It's totally nonsensical to me. <laughs> uh, it yeah, it makes zero sense. Yeah, it seems like they only cover the shit you can't see, like your internal organs and yeah. stuff. The shit that you're not even the shit you don't even realize is fucking dead yeah. and bad. Yeah, they were like, we got you on this cancer stuff, man. Just catch it before you die or whatever. You know what I mean? But they were like, but if you got a cavity, I don't know. You got to fucking figure that shit out <laughs> and and pay fucking out of pocket. You're like, your premiums really don't mean anything. You still got to pay us. Mm, well, you, been we'll, to YouTube? We'll, we'll give you a copay. Yeah. Actually, yeah. there's a DIY cavity filler. Uh, first of all, yeah. Take some K. Get some. Get yourself yeah, some animal. K. Yeah. Where do you think this guy got himself some uh, animal anesthesia? Anesthesia. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm. You can probably just strut up to any of your local rave on a Saturday night. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, (laughs) he makes he makes a fair point. I know there's there's certain things that like, uh, yeah, because they're on the black market, they're probably easier to come by than like by legal means. Like, okay, just for example, in your 40s, let's just say you wanted to take a heroic dose of mushrooms. You probably have a better chance of just like enrolling at Johns Hopkins and then trying to find some what would you what would you do like i wouldn't even know where to look if i wanted them like what would, would i go to like a high school parking lot be like, hey guys listen uh i know i'm a creepy old guy but uh guys got any shrooms <laughs> like how would you go about it i don't uh, know 
You could just call me. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> you just call us. Have you been thinking about it? We'll hook you up. All right. I mean, we can talk later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, maybe the, maybe the six degrees of separation is as far as I thought. <laughs> Murr was thinking about going to a high school. He was uh, like, hey guys, uh, uh, kick in the, high, uh, the door for a high school party. Be like, hey, guys. I'm, I'm just saying, like, okay, I'm like... Do a, D- a, DI- a DIY facelift to make himself look 18. <laughs> Real tight. Yeah. I need, I need a local anesthetic. I just figured that was the best way to go. Okay. <laughs> oh, I know. And there's a uh, Tom Segura has got a good bit about like, uh, about like trying to, okay. His kids, he's like, my kids are like three and four. He's like, you think they're going to fucking believe me when they're 18 about what it was like to try to find weed when I was like a teenager. Yeah, I used to get in cars. I used to get in cars with strangers. <laughs> Why <laughs> was the local Seven Eleven closed? Right? Yeah, no, that's how it used to be. Yeah, in bad, in bad neighborhoods. Oh. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Or you find yourself at a um, a mid twenties coke party where everyone has their shirts off. <laughs> yeah, been there. Think, baby. <laughs> I don't even know if I should be still yeah, telling this story. Everyone's in there, right? Yeah. I was gonna say, we might have to cut this whole fucking bit. That that is why I think that that scene in Superbad, where Michael Sarah gets caught up in that bedroom where he's trying to make the phone call, that's why I think that's incredibly funny because I was in a situation <clears throat> like that. It was like, <laughs> oh, I could tell a story that we definitely have to cut. Like, do you, I mean, do you want me to just start it? We can talk about it later. <laughs> I got stuck. That was my freshman year in Frostburg. I got stuck at a party where opium was involved. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess. <laughs> what am I, a fucking 1800s Chinese man? <laughs> Let's fucking do it. <laughs> I also think that's why that scene from Boogie Nights where like the little Asian kids like walking around throwing firecrackers in the air. I think that why that gives people fucking anxiety too, because it's like I think everybody, if they grew up in America at a certain time in their lives, was in a very uncomfortable situation for a reason they didn't know why they were involved. Like, yeah, oh, hey man, yeah. I got I got to run by and see a buddy real quick. You will come with me? Hey, yeah, sure. Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, but, but, my, I I didn't preface this with the fact that I was 17 when I went to that uh, that, that that party. I certainly wasn't looking for what those guys were looking for. I actually think I was 17 as well because I didn't turn 18 until Christmas break of my freshman year of Frostburg. Hmm. <laughs> Good times. Friend or foe coming up. It's about extorting McDonald's food in and out of country. Still alive. <laughs> Now listen up, fellas. Do you know the statistics on unprotected sex? Men are three to five times more likely to bust early. Don't be a pump and dump. Wrap it up. Now, back to more of the Middle Class Holes. Welcome back to the Middle Class Holes, Foxman, Alan, and Murr. You know what time it is, folks. It's time for a little thing we like to call friend or foe. All right, let's do it. I'm going to read a news story to you. See if you agree or disagree. An air traveler was recently fined nearly $2,000 by the Australian government for failing to declare two egg and sausage McMuffins in their luggage. The unidentified traveler had arrived at Darwin Airport from Bali. Where's Bali? Is that India? Uh, no, south of it, right? Like, yeah, in the South Pacific. 
Yeah. Gotcha. It's it's beautiful. Um, yeah. It is. I'd love to I'd love to take four thousand pictures of Bali then. <laughs> in, in, in While eating an egg McMuffin and forget about the McMuffin and put it in your luggage. So fine, two thousand dollars for uh, two egg McMuffins um, by the Australian Department of Agriculture, Fisheries and Forestry. A detector dog named Zinta sniffed out the passenger's backpack after further inspection of found the muffins and a ham croissant that had been purchased at a McDonald's in Bali. The passenger was slapped with a two thousand six hundred sixty-four dollar quote infringement notice, or it's a, basically it's a two thousand dollar fine for failing to declare potential high biosecurity risk items and providing a false and misleading document. Australia had recently implemented new biosecurity rules after a foot and mouth disease outbreak in India had spread uh, to Bali. So anyway, egg McMuffins seized and destroyed. I'm sure they were going to be destroyed pretty quickly any which way. So friend or foe, international foods like McDonald's, are they something that you should have to declare or... Foe, um, shit, I fucked that up. Okay, friend or foe basically is this. McDonald's is an international food brand, right? So they're everywhere. So it's not like it's something that is unique or invasive to another society. They've already adopted it. So friend, you should have to declare it because it's not from this world or foe. No, it's everywhere. You shouldn't have to declare that. It's an everyday item, just like toothpaste, toothbrushes, make up anything that you would have on your persons any which way so you should just let it go Wes well one I think that, first of all Zinta this uh, the, the detector dog who obviously is trained to smell in my opinion probably bombs and or drugs uh, just used its natural sniffer and was like <laughs> like oh what do we have here oh food Zinta good job like oh the dog smelled fucking food great yeah fucking here <laughs> they probably should have fed the dog one of the fucking McMuffins as a treat for doing a, a good job. Foe, this is bullshit, man. They probably made this fucking law up while they were rolling through customs. Like, oh, yeah, there's uh, uh, foot and mouth stuff going on here in Australia. The passenger says, what, what? Foot and mouth? How's that have to do with an egg McMuffin? I forgot about it. It was in my, you know, it was smashing up against my toothpaste and toothbrush. Oh, yeah, sorry, sir. Listen here, um, yeah, these things are causing a major problem. Especially, especially where did you come from? Bali. Oh, yeah. The McDonald's in Bali, <clears throat> foot and mouth heavy. All right, fuck this. Foe, fuck the Australian government. They should take the Egg McMuffin and stuff it up their ass and then give this guy back what? <clears throat> they didn't even name the fucking currency. What, it comes to about $1,800 American dollars, 2664 fuck you Australian Fistings. <laughs> I think they're Australian dollars. I believe. Is that, is that what it is? Sorry. I, I believe they are. Of yes. course they'd copy us, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's done. Uh, yeah. yeah. They probably take pictures of stalactites and brag about it. You see what I'm saying? Like, I understand a little bit about the cave. But I also think it was just rage. It's just built up rage. And but it again, happened at a natural wonder. I don't disagree with him in, in the least. No, like no. I, I, I champion like, this rage. I, hold on, I hold on. I, I think there's logic behind it. Go ahead. I think, Moro. I think what Alan's saying is, is that he's not disagreeing with the, 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 the feelings that I have. 
that I, I, I overstep my bounds. My rage kicks in and I get too aggravated. I get too agitated. I get too fucking Tommy boy, Jojo, the Indian circus boy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He said it. He said it on one of the ones with the road rage. He's like, my man yeah. has a, Wes has a problem. I, but okay. in certain situations, I think it's a problem. But in this situation, situations like this, I think if everybody were Jojo, the, the idiot circus boy, then we wouldn't have fucking $2,000 fines for egg McMuffins in fucking airports. Because an egg McMuffin in an airport to me is, it's as, it's as natural as planes fucking docking outside the fucking terminals. Like McDonald's and everywhere mm-hmm. is normal. I wouldn't think to declare that. Why would you? It's a snack. And who's to say he didn't get that or she didn't get that, whoever, uh, at at the Bali airport? Let's let's back up here. Let's there's there's a couple of things we got to we got to sift through here. First of all, one, why are the McMuffins in checked luggage? Because you're hungry later. You what you want to eat them when you land? Motherfucker, stop playing with me. You are not putting (laughs) a goddamn McMuffin in in your checked baggage. Let's stop. Stop it. I don't, I don't even care. I'm not even going to allow you to play devil's advocate. Stop it. That's not a thing. All right? So, and then two, yeah, McDon- you say McDonald's is the same everywhere. Tell me the last time you got a ham fucking croissant from fucking McDonald's. Okay, maybe that wasn't from McDonald's, but I, okay. I, okay, what is your point, though? Because so I- my point is, is that there is probably some logic behind this because of how food is prepared in different areas. And... Like what different fucking countries' FDAs, let's call them, because that's not what they are, will allow to be in or not in meats. So I think there's some logic behind being like, well, if you're going to be a dumbass and check meats and cheeses, you like cheeses specifically, like you got to declare cheeses because of fucking milk and processing and all that fucking shit. So like... I, I get the logic behind it, but I also believe that as a fucking just blanket statement, prepared food should not have to go through customs. So like cooked food, like a fucking McMuffin, I should not have to go through customs. Like if I'm eating a fucking, if I, if I took three tacos with me, I shouldn't have to check them. It's just fucking shitty ground beef and lettuce and cheese. You know what I mean? Prepared food, I think, should be by, bypass all of this shit. But maybe don't check your fucking meat breakfast sandwich in your fucking luggage like what are you doing you you said uh when's the last time you saw a ham croissant at mcdonald's yeah maybe he saw a diy build your own ham croissant on the internet <laughs> and put it together that's fair but well, it sounded like it was mcdonald's brand the yeah. other thing is i don't know how long this flight is maybe it wasn't that long and maybe he was trying to be courteous to the folks in the cabin and didn't want to bring stinky food on his carry-on and was just like oh, i'll put in my check baggage that way it doesn't smell up the cabin. When we land, I'll have a little, I'll have a couple egg McMuffins on me and yada, yada. I just that, think that thought process. Though, when I, oh, yep. I don't want to disturb people's fragile noses on this, on this flight. These bunch of strangers. So I'm going to check them in my baggage so that uh, three hours from now I can eat fucking cold ass McMuffins and one <laughs> ham croissant. Like Look, it just, none of it makes sense. <laughs> No, you're right. None of it does make sense because it's not like it's a culinary delight that you can't get anywhere else. And so you'd want to, like, save it for nostalgia. It's yeah. a fucking Egg McMuffin. Yeah. It, you can get it anywhere. It you, doesn't fucking matter. You remember how the outbreak started in 12 Monkeys? It was at the Philadelphia airport. I mean, just maybe err on the side of caution. Now, it does say that Australia has recently implemented new biosecurity rules after foot and mouth disease outbreak in indonesia that spread to bali 
now. <clears throat> I didn't realize that. I may have recant yeah, yeah. some things. There you go. And so then like, the McMuffins were seized and tested before destroyed. Do you think they tested them for foot and mouth disease? Probably. Uh, yeah, they probably fucking use their feet to run to the fucking break room to put them in their fucking mouth and eat them. <laughs> Dirty airport security. Then they made two grand on the side. I mean, yeah, maybe. And went and bought more McMuffins. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> what you do? I think, <laughs> 2000, oh, 2,000 McMuffins, please. I just came into a fucking bag of loot. Oh, okay. I just feel like Australia has gone off the rails. Like, with COVID and everything, like, that was, of all the places on planet Earth that you expected to see, like, almost like concentration camps, I didn't expect Australia to be the one that were like, like, uh, no, sir, you can't take two steps off your front porch, and we'll have to tase you and arrest you. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't expect to see that from Australia. They just feel, they just feel power hungry. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I would if okay i don't know the rationale for putting egg mcmuffins on your checked luggage i can't <laughs> i can't justify that one way or the other i like how he's backtrack on that because he did try to give you a half-ass like maybe you're no, hungry no, no. later <laughs> i stand by what i said but i can't justify that i can't i can't i can't create that person's logic for that but i also can't create the logic that would tell me that i need to declare at the customs like um you have anything to declare uh, no, nah, I think we're pretty straight here. Oh, what are these? Oh, they're egg McMuffins from McDonald's. Well, it looks like we're gonna have to take you, have to take you down to the Patty Wink, and we're gonna have to find two thousand dollars for what? For egg McMuffins? Like I wouldn't think at all. I would yeah. have to declare that. I mean, it does say like food and drink, like right there in front of you, at customs. Again, I'll fall back on the if it was like. If it was like Bali street food where I got like, you know, fresh cream noodles like done on the back of a trash can thrown into some like Tupperware container and like, you go, sir, off you go. And that's what I tried to bring in. Yeah, I kind of get that. But the fact that it's just a fast food item that's generic from everywhere, it just doesn't feel like to me, McDonald's isn't food anyway. So I wouldn't even think to declare it. That's fair. Yeah, let alone rubbed with foot and mouth disease. Like I said, the passenger probably got it at the Bali airport and just didn't have time to finish it. It was like, ah, shit. I'll stuff, I'll stuff <laughs> this, this for This was like multiple sandwiches. This was like sandwiches for later. This is crazy talk. Well, maybe you don't know what you want at the time, you know? You're a little nervous. From McDonald's? You don't, you don't speak the language. They got a ham croissant on the menu. You've never seen that before. You're like, oh, yeah, shit. I, that's probably would have threw me. I'd have been like, what the fuck? This is not Burger King. What am I doing? What is happening here? Like, that would have fucked me up more than anything, honestly. I do have to know more about the person because, again, <laughs> who's playing? <laughs> the, the, the person's really going to be the, uh, the, 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 the difference maker in this. Okay, fair enough. Well, no, because, okay, well, because people's eating habits like some i don't understand you know uh, maria likes to watch a lot of tlc and you know every now and again you'll see like my eight eight hundred pound life it pops on the tv and i'm like i don't think that i would lay in bed and eat a carton of eggs and four mountain dew two liters for breakfast i just i can't and then i'll save this one for later and then puts a fried egg in their shirt pocket like, I don't get hat logic either. So I don't understand how this person <laughs> operates their life. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. You, you brought up TLC, and every time anybody brings up TLC, <laughs> I just get confused at their programming and the fact that it used to be once the learning channel. Like, what have, 
<laughs> what the fuck am I learning from my 800 pound life? Except maybe not to put fried eggs in my pocket to save for later. This I thing. do learn that I am more normal than I think inside my brain sometimes when I witness the atrocities that other humans uh, put themselves through every day. Yeah. You know what show I used to love? Uh, what was it? Wife Swap? Was that TLC show, I think? I think it was. I liked it back when it was like a legitimate show where they were like trying to legitimately learn like how the other half lives, you know? Yeah. But they, then when they, they turned they, it into like. Yeah. Roddy you know, Piper's like, wife with uh, someone else's <laughs> wife. Yeah. Yeah. They would, they would send like the fucking like Grand Dragon's wife over to the fucking like <laughs> yeah over yeah. To, like the fucking Nation of Islam's fucking yes yeah and then we'd be like all right guys what someone's gonna get murdered <laughs> <laughs> well I, I'm still foe uh, even though I did read this pretty good thing about uh, someone basically saying I have no sympathy for people who choose to disobey Australia's strict biosecurity measures. So if you're traveling in or out of Australia, or if you're an Australian resident traveling, traveling back home from out of country, and you choose to be ignorant to the laws that are strict, according to this, you know, uh, Minister of Agriculture, Fisheries and Forestry, uh, I guess, I guess, sorry, sorry, man, bummer, bummer, boss. <laughs> I just, I, all I can think of, though, is if it was me, you know, with an eyeball shot, over the shoulder of the agent that's like arresting and finding you there's a fucking set of golden arches that is fucking gleaming off your eye oh, just yeah. in the terminal right there inside the airport like oh, but there's McDonald's right there yes but this was McDonald's in Bali I know but there's a McDonald's right there I understand but this isn't yeah. from that McDonald's and see like because you're a smart ass if I was that guy I would walk over and be like does there look like there's a fucking ham croissant on there motherfucker you're no. really caught up on this ham croissant. <laughs> because it shouldn't be on a fucking McDonald's menu. It's fucking preposterous. And you keep leaning on that McDonald's is the same everywhere, and it is clearly not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know that the, the ham croissant came from the McDonald's, okay? I don't know that. I don't know that it was a, a ham croissant from McDonald's. I know that it was an Egg McMuffin from McDonald's, but I don't know if the ham croissant was from McDonald's. Yeah. I was like, beat it, geek. Burger King has a ham croissant? Yeah, Kelly was like, there's definitely ham croissants in McDonald's. And I was like, and I just gave her the face. And she was like, no, I think it's Burger King. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Beat yeah. It, and then you told your like, wife to kick rocks. Yeah. Well, I just said beat it, geek, <laughs> to, be, to be specific. But yes. <laughs> high risk, high reward, whatever. Sorry, folks. Listen, when you travel to Australia, don't have any. Don't even take fucking Jolly Ranchers. Just Nothing. don't go. That place is fucking wild, man. Here's what I'm coming down to is I'm starting to realize about me that America's big and enough and diverse enough that I just, you know, if I want to go to an exotic beach, I'm just going to go to, like, the panhandle of Florida. You know? I don't know I, if that's exotic. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's very American of you. Yeah, maybe very, Galveston. Very conservative of you. I'll go to Galveston, Texas or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, the, People are brown there. Like, the, like yeah, we're in a different land. The whole world with all this history and knowledge and rich cultures and Murph being like, you know what? I think I'm good in Cecil County. I'm good. No, I'm right here. I, I want to leave Cecil County, but I feel like there's enough in this, you know, the, the the lower 48 where I just, you know what? I just don't need to get. I don't. I ain't worried about it anymore. You know, those places are old. There's their systems of government all failed for yeah. a reason. You know, we're a super. 
tower. Why would I want to go visit the lessers? Let's yeah. stay here. The Fort, yeah. as a matter of fact, the Fort Lauderdale Airport encourages <laughs> encourages you to bring more McDonald's. Just right. like, like, fill it, fill up another carry on, two carry ons, one with your uh, toiletries, one with McDonald's yeah. and yeah. beer and booze. Just go to fucking Burger King if you want a ham croissant. <laughs> Maybe maybe that's what we need to do. You know, you got Spirit Airlines where they don't let you bring in anything but your human body with you. Maybe, maybe we just need to start our own private airline. Like, just sell booze and fucking, I don't know, man. Do a little bit of everything. You want a stripper on the plane? Fine. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever you want. A piano player like they used to have at, uh, what was it, American or something like that? Was it, That yeah. was a fun fact from the way back. Guys want to smoke cigarettes? Smoke them away, man. And I think then, they have those already. They're called private flights. Yeah, and then the <laughs> private charters. And in the back of the airplane, you know what they have? Mer? Mm. Flight court. Flight court. Ketamine? Yeah, ketamine. All right. Well, that's cool too, I guess. Yeah, actually, <laughs> this is the <laughs> thirty thousand feet on ketamine. The honorable this is, judge. This is uh, the cable lounge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody fucking zonked out. Oh, Christ. Well, shit, I think we've beaten this uh, fucking McDonald's horse to a bloody pulp. Let's move on to Fun Fact Friday. Let's get to it. Let's learn facts. I almost... By Let's the way, I would like it. you to challenge Let's learn facts. Is that what you want? I was going to say, every week, if you'd like uh, a different tune, I can, uh, I can sing you a Fun Fact Friday intro. Please do. Just sit right back. Gonna hear some facts. Some facts from my calendar. They're sponsored by the Shinsplint Recovery Group. If you've got pain below the knee and just above that ankle, go and find these stupid assholes who share your pain. <laughs> who share your pain. Right? <laughs> Did you write that? Sure, I'm making it up as I go. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I don't know why the, that is the tune, the melody that you stuck with, but that's, yeah. I, I commend you. Yeah, and you, know, and you know for a fact the fucking skipper had shin splints. Yeah. That motherfucker. I know, I know for a fact that <laughs> a modern audience will not understand any of this part of the show. <laughs> I don't even understand what's going on right now. But let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Brought to you, of course, by the Shin Splints Recovery Group. If you got that pain below that knee and above that ankle, find some like-minded morons like yourself on Facebook. The Shin Splints Recovery Group. OMG. Facts. Did you know ancient Egyptians typically used a pearlescent substance found in fish scales to give their lipsticks a shimmering effect? I feel... I feel like I knew that simply because it wasn't just lipstick. I feel like they did it for uh, like like high up on the cheeks, below the uh, below, below the eyeballs to like accentuate the the, the the high cheekbones. Yeah. Also, sometimes below the knee and above the ankle. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's that. <laughs> God, God. They didn't. You know what they did with chin splints back in Egypt? They fucking cut your knees off. That's right. No more pain. That's right. <laughs> That's probably no. true. But I always, no, but what, what I find fascinating about things like that is that, you know, as much as we look at ancient history and the people from that era, they weren't much different than us. They, we may have accumulated more knowledge, but, you know, the, the need to beautify was always there. The need to advance was always there. The need to create monuments was always there. The need to innovate was always there. And that's what fascinates me. That, that, I mean, because that's not people just trying to survive and get by. That's people trying to like uh, to peacock a little bit, you know what I mean? Get that show on TLC. Yeah, got it's, they 
they probably didn't know what a weekend was, but they were getting ready for whatever their weekend was. May have been a Friday or Saturday night. I don't know. If they had a calendar, perhaps they did. How do we know that though? Do we find like ancient lipsticks? Or is this more archaeologists just making shit up <laughs> to fucking sound cool? <laughs> Uh, I think you could probably figure that one out a little bit. Like if like a mummy had like some fucking like glitter residue mm. on her fucking like mummy lips and shit. And you were like, oh, look at it. It's fish scales. And then and then the archaeologists filled in the holes. Yeah. The early on archaeologists. When, when they beautified themselves, they used fish scales, <laughs> you know, fucking rare fish scales from the Mediterranean. And you're just like, shut up, archaeologist. Yeah. They, they first <laughs> taught people that these people were just just ravenous. But like fish eaters, they just sat there and and ate fish all the time. And later on, they're like, "Wait a minute, these people ate like civilized humans. This is just this is beauty product. This yeah. is this is Maybelline before we even knew what the hell that was." Yeah, this is L'Oreal. Yeah. Those well, idiots before us, they had no idea what they were talking about. Archaeologists, Indiana Jones motherfuckers, chomping around here. Have you guys um have you guys heard of this uh younger Dryas theory, by the way? It's a uh it's a theory that an asteroid hit the earth at some point and that there were advanced civilizations and then they were wiped out almost all the way to extinction and then we rebuilt civilizations so our timeline's all fucked up. I yeah. haven't, no. Yeah. They think that the, it comes down to like the pyramids, everybody's like, Well, who the fuck they build them? It's like, no, they had technology to build the pyramids, then everybody was wiped the fuck out. And then they rebuilt from there, and the pyramids are a relic from a by-bygone era that we don't even understand. Wait, I, I, I thought they've been able to date history back with no breaks in human history all the way back to the pyramids. There's no, like, split. Yeah, scientists I'm pretty, who wrote, I'm pretty sure they have. The, the, okay. the, the, the guys who wrote the books who don't want to change the books that they wrote, yeah, they fucking wrote the history. Oh, this fucking guy. So it's a conspiracy. McGraw-Hill, years ago, fucking wrote the, wrote the book, and that's it now. I'm just saying, man, there's a guy who's got some theories about the Sphinx. He's like, there's 2,000 years worth of fucking water erosion. And well, it hasn't- that is big facts. There is mad water erosion on a fucking thing in the desert. So that is true. Let's and, get to that point. I'm with you there. And he's like, and there's 2,000 years worth of water erosion, and it hasn't rained in this desert for 6,000 years. So fucking add those numbers up. And he's and nobody wants to, nobody even, nobody in the academic community even wants to look at his research. Because it will fuck up everything they've ever learned or taught. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, that there there are some interesting things. No, I, I feel like it's Alan's job to like half back me on everything. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I gotta make sh- like, I mean, I don't care if you go crazy, but I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll try to keep you at least tethered to to the fucking to Earth. You know what I mean? I'm tethered. I just want somebody to. I just, you know what? I want you're somebody. Tethered, but you're fucking loose. Somebody needs to come <laughs> re-secure the tether, is what I'm saying. They might need to check the structural integrity. I don't know if it's been checked in a while. I just want somebody to hootie my hand, man, and just hold it and take the journey with me. <laughs> Did you know male orb weaver spiders give back rubs to their mates mm. so, they, so they don't eat them? Mm. That's, I mean, that's smart. That's wise. Damn. I did, did not know that. Did not, but that's sexual shit. I like it. Mm-hmm. Damn, baby. Orb, orb weavers are fucking like super smart, I think, too. So, I mean, this makes sense. This all checks I mean, out. Relatively smart. I mean, th- those those webs they weave are fucking, they're wild. I don't even know why they, I don't know. You can see, I don't get it. You got regular, like, the brown spiders that, you know, 
build the classic web, which makes sense. Shit's gonna fly into it. It's fucking mm-hmm. net. But the orb spiders build that real fucking narrow, like zigzaggy thing. What, what the? What is that for? Dumbass animals that just don't know any better. Like, oh, climb this fucking ladder, and they get stuck. Um, I think it, yeah, I think it's just a better, not a better, but like for them, I think it is evolutionarily like it's more successful. I yeah, guess little, little trial and error, you know. Yeah, and plus, like that, you can build in an area where like. You know, you ever you ever found an orb weaver's web in like a place where you were like, man, I, that's really inconvenient for me. Or like, like no, but like dick bag regular spider will be like, all right, here's this six by six <laughs> tapestry I made on your fucking porch last night, right by your front door, because I'm trying to catch like two mosquitoes. You cool with that? And it's like, no, I'm gonna tear it down now because I have to walk through it. So I think they're just smarter. I like I said, I think it's just a wiser move. I just know that I used to have to drag my trash can around the back of the house. And during the summer months, an orb spider decided he was going to take up post between two bushes that I had to drag the fucking trash can in between. And I walked into not just his web. I walked into him. And I don't know if you know how big an orb spider is, Wesley. They're pretty big. But when one of those touches the upper left-hand side of your cheek, there is a there's a noise your body makes <laughs> cannot be replicated. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've been there. Not, not, uh, not orb spider on my cheek, but I understand what you're talking about. That involuntary, like, <laughs> and for me, it's a lot of, it's a lot of like run on cuss words, just all blended together. That's right. And if, if, if I could be in an NFL combine when that happened, they'd be like, yo, man, my man's, my man's burp is like, if that, right. that, that kind of shit has happened. And it's like, Remember in Ace Ventura when he finds out that fucking Einhorn is a man and then he fucking like burns his shit in a trash can and sitting like cowards in the shower? That's me. Yeah. I am fucking, I hate spiders. Yeah. <laughs> my, my God, he ran a 3840. <laughs> <laughs> Einhorn is a man. Oh, man. Very pot- problematic movie, Ace Ventura. Yeah, <laughs> really, in hindsight. I <laughs> just kind of thinking of that. Oh, God. Moving on. (laughs) Did you know? Oh, this is going to take me a second here because it's a long German word. Hmm. Back. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. 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 You got to get. Okay. Let me get into the German. Yeah. Is a German term for a face that badly needs a punch. Can you spell that? <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, I would love to spell it for you, Alan. B A C K P F E I F E N G E S I C H T. Yeah. It's like it's like the the thirty fifth round of fucking spelling bee right there. Like, ooh, could you use that in a sentence? I want to see, see the. Phonetic. What's the nation of origin? <laughs> oh, that's, that's, and the, the other thing too is how dare you like did you know no I, of course I don't fucking know that word and what that means <laughs> I was waiting for Alan to be like well I did host trivia night oh uh, <laughs> that's right that does ring a bell <laughs> no this one does not <laughs> back sorry peace back gesect. I think it's back gesect. Yes, uh, and, and I'm I'm willing to bet that if you break it down, it literally breaks down to 
face that needs punched. Yeah, probably. Hold on, pause. Pause. Yes. Fuck Pfeifengesicht. Pfeifengesicht. I think he put a little fucking emphasis on that one. Wikipedia audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it comes. Fuck Pfeifengesicht. Fuck Pfeifengesicht. Sorry. I can't even make those noises. I know. You're right. I want to fucking. Can we put that on a soundboard and I just fucking put, like? Because <laughs> now we know what it means. You need, to, I, you need to slap your face. Needs slapping. I actually think that's the noise I made when I walked into that fucking. Swear. <laughs> <bathroom. laughs> Accurate. <laughs> uh, I I just love that they have a whole word for it. It just means that we're you know what we're a lot more similar than we are different. Because we just literally say that guy's face needs punched, and they just have a fucking series of syllables and consonants that make the noise for you. So, one Thanks, word. Germany. One word. Yeah. Back five. It's a nece- That means it was a nece- necessary word for their culture, and you know what? It's necessary for all cultures. Did you know? It takes less than five minutes to fall asleep. It is light. Wait. Sorry. Backtrack. If it takes less than five minutes to fall asleep, it is likely linked to sleep deprivation. A healthy sleeper takes about 15 minutes. So if it only takes you five minutes to fall asleep, that means that you're a tired motherfucker and you're probably not going to get good sleep even if you fall asleep fast. So if you're healthily rested, it should take you 15 minutes, which sucks because it takes me like an hour. (laughs) So wait, so... Like I lay my head down, I'm actively trying to go to sleep. Like okay, mm-hmm. sleep time, boom. If fifty, okay, because sometimes I'm watching television and I kind of conk out. I'm not really paying attention to it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd say like you and your brother, though you guys are like uh, uh, capable of instantaneous sleep. I don't think you guys get good sleep. <laughs> it's nonsense. I don't know what you're it talking about. It is not nonsense. <laughs> I, Alan, I have watched this guy. And his sibling just like mid sentence, like, <laughs> and then you fucking, like, dude, you all right? What are you talking about? I don't know. Nah, so you, I get, like, you, you want to get some egg McMuffins? Go to Australia. I do that shit too, actually. I think I have narcolepsy sometimes. It's like, I just, I will fucking pass out and like anywhere too. So, huh, interesting. I, I, just feel, I feel like I sleep pretty well though. I think it's bullshit because it'll take me an hour to fall asleep. I'll sleep for like two hours and then I'll wake up and then I'll be like, Ugh, yeah. I guess I'll just get on Facebook for four hours and then get a half hour nap and go to work. <laughs> yeah, I just some can't, these, I don't sleep. Some of these guys, like I watched on a hard knocks a couple of years ago when they did the Texans and JJ Watt was instructing a fellow, not a fellow rook, but a rookie about like, Oh yeah. Uh, People like us who exert this amount of energy, you should be getting a minimum of ten hours of sleep. He's like, really, not eight? He's like, no, ten hours, bro. That you get your body has to recover. And I was like, man, God, that's that sounds lovely. <laughs> I'd like, mm-hmm. like to do that, <laughs> dude. I keep hearing I'm I'm freaking out internally because I'm a worry ward any which way. Like I don't sleep much. I sleep about six hours a night. And I keep hearing all these research studies about, like, dementia and, like, lack of sleep and dementia. Like, well, the less sleep you get, the more likely you are to suffer from dementia. I'm like, God damn it. I'm losing my fucking mind. Joe Rogan, please give me more nootropics. I need all the alpha brain I can I can handle for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. To get that melatonin up in you. 
I've heard not to take that too. That it fucks up your brain chemistry. From who? Science. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your brain makes it. You could take a yeah. little bit of it, I think. But yeah. like, if you're abusing it, then yeah, that's probably it. five milligrams every now and then won't hurt. Dude, I tell you what, I bought five some milligrams. Yeah, I think that's a lot. I'm fairly certain that's a lot. It, I know. It, I'm not a make, doctor, but I think, I think that's a lot. I think ten's the heavy dose. I think five's like a. Well, they make they make one five and ten. I buy a, I bought a one and I took it and I I did I I slept for like twelve hours and then woke up like I was still sleepwalking. I now if I do take one, I nip it. I just chew a little chunk off of it. And that'll put me down like instantaneously. Something's up with my brain, man. It's all off. If you couldn't fucking tell. Well, Moving good, on. Good luck. 15 you, minutes. We'll, we'll count you next time. Did you know new parents will lose 400 to 750 hours of sleep in their baby's first year? God. I can attest that that is absolutely true. That is the one thing that parents will not lie to up and coming parents about get some rest now because you ain't going to get it later. It's fucking rough. Uh, so 400 to what was it? 400 to 750 hours of sleep in the baby's first year. You're, yeah. I mean, you're talking, uh, I mean, if you get eight hours of sleep in a month, that's 240 hours a month times two, 480. So you're <laughs> two to three months worth of sleep. Motherfucker. Dude. Yeah, dude. I'm talking like you're lucky to get four hours a night. Like of like legit sleep. You're lucky to get that. And that for because man, it's oh, it's something, man. Yeah. But I'll tell you this though, you do one, you realize you're capable. You know, when you come out the other side of it, you're like, God damn it, I did that shit. All right. Like you realize like in when something that is helpless is uh requiring your attention uh-huh. that you, you you are in fact capable and it's a sacrifice that you you can make god damn it i don't want to do it again but i also heard on the flip side of that this is from a from a mother of two now three but at the time two she said uh when she has the house to herself and she gets some sleep it's almost too quiet i almost wake up because it's too quiet and i wake up in a panic thinking like oh oh my god something's wrong it's, they're hurt they're hurt and it, yeah, because uh, that's no. a tr- it's a training thing, man. Like now that the boy's seven, like the other day, like I I, I was in the bed. He was on his Nintendo and he was playing in his bed. And I was like, "Hey, buddy, let me look at what you're doing." I guess I passed out. And then he left the room and turned the light off. And I was like, "And I was like, what, what happened?" He's like, "Daddy, I'm gonna let you sleep." I was like, "God damn, I love you, kid. <laughs> I love you." And then he did, and he went in the living room, watched TV and shit. And I'm like, "This is great. Why would I want to start this journey over again?" <laughs> Tucked you in, asshole. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And that, my friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. All right, Alan, tell the kiddos and all the kidettes and all the astronauts and cadets and all the people who extort and bring in Egg McMuffins illegally into all the countries around the world can find us. McMuffin smugglers? Yeah. That's really, I think, uh, the bulk of our audience is McMuffin smugglers. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, we, it's, a luc- it's a lucrative industry. I think we got a name for the show. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but, Wes, thank you. You can find us, our beloved listening audience, you can find us on all your favorite social media platforms. You can check us out 
at MDL Class Holes on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us as the Middle Class Holes on Facebook and TikTok. And of course, for your listening pleasures, please check us out as the Middle Class Holes on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's right. Oh, and please don't forget, email us. Please send us your spam if you want, really. Credit card offers, we'll check them out and see if the APRs are good and send you a reply back. You know, just hit us with them. So, and you can send those to tickle our tummies. That's right, tickle our tummies at gmail.com. Do we have anything? Do we get anything? Probably. I got a notification that it's my last chance to sign up for the um, Apple Arcade three month ah. trial. Well, I mean, three months free. It's not bad. Yeah, Apple I know, Arcade. but I'll forget. Yeah, you'll forget. They won't so, yeah, they won't send you a follow up. No. Could be lovely. Yeah. Could be lovely. Apple Arcade, I Christ, who the hell knows what's behind yeah, those doors? Play, yeah. You can play like all the variations of Candy Crush. Probably. Yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> got that going for you. <laughs> so they got that going for you. By the way, I blame Ryan Reynolds for my uh what is it, my tune blast addiction. He did like seven hundred commercials for it and I was just like, All right, fine. I'll download the goddamn game. You wanna know what level I'm on? A million. Six thousand five hundred ninety-seven. <laughs> this is actually on my old phone. I, I don't – I say this a bit uh, – how should I put it? I don't know. But, uh, I, I, I'm a bit foolish of myself. Uh, Candy Crush, remember if you didn't buy the – if you didn't upgrade, you could only play so often in a day? Yeah, you only know, had so many lives. Well, <clears throat> I used to change the uh, the time and date on my phone to yeah. get more lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did that too. You've been doing that too. <laughs> I did. And they fixed the glitch because, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that that was it was so easy. You just no, I mean, after a while, it was just like, God damn it, there's my five lives. Boop, 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 boop. And it's now 2014, and <laughs> boop, look at that, five lives. Boop, 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 boop. Switch it back. 2014. That's pretty clever. Never heard of that. Damn. No, I mean, I never played it, so no. But yeah, my uh, my my co-host at the time, she would play the shit out of that game, and then one day she was like, "God, I gotta stop playing this game." I'm like, why? What's what's the problem? She's like, "I just, I don't know. I keep spending money on it. Like, you spend money on it? How much money have you spent? I don't want to tell you." I was like, "How much money have you spent on it?" It's like, I don't know, like two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Too on much. Candy Crush? Too much. Yeah. That's- that's that's way too much. You might as well buy I've real never, candy. I know. I've never spent a dime on a free download game ever. That's like people like who, that I people spend money on porn. That's a good point. That's yeah. just terrible. Yeah, should yeah. be doing that. Should be there's way no, too much out there. Because you know what it tells me when you spend money on porn is that you're watching it for its quote unquote entertainment value. I mean, it's an there's a utilitarian purpose to that visual stimulation. Yeah. <laughs> Get in, get out. Get in, get out. You shouldn't be spending like, like. It, it, I'd rather watch an episode of Seinfeld. I guess that's my point. You know what I mean? Yeah, Elaine's hot. I could get off to that. I agree. It, uh, before you go, folks, listen. Uh, this past week, we lost two sport legends: uh, Boston Celtics center and all-time great. NBA legend, champion of champions, Bill Russell, and the voice of not only the Brooklyn Dodgers, but the Los Angeles Dodgers. He made the migration with them. Uh, broadcaster of, I think it was like 63 or 64 years, Vin Scully, the voice of voices. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, like, I listen to Vin Scully 
uh, I didn't listen to Dollar Dodgers game, but I listened to him in a lot of All Star games and and uh, World Series. I didn't watch Bill Russell play, but uh, through the advent through the advent of YouTube and and just you know the way the world is now, I get to watch a lot of that stuff. But uh, I don't know, man. I think it's like again back to I feel myself getting old because these are guys that people are going to start dying. Man, this sucks. I don't know your thoughts on uh, the passing of two sports legends. Yeah, uh, I mean, Bill was how old was Bill? Was he like in his eighties? Eighty three, I think. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's not terrible. Vin Scully was like a million, so he's like ninety four. I'm surprised that guy wasn't dead a few years ago. Um, (laughs) But no, I mean it sucks, man. You you are getting right. Like we are getting to an age now too that like like our fathers' legends are passing so like the kind of the stuff we heard about as kids growing up like learning our sports and you know falling in love with our own legends like those guys are passing away so it's yeah it's definitely an interesting an interesting time russell time time stops for no one russell was 88 scully was uh, 94 wow that's i mean it's okay it's one of those deals like yeah you know like when uh what was it uh stan lee died and he was like a hundred. Maria looks at me. She's like, well, "What did he die of?" Like, fucking old hundred. Yeah, a stiff, like, like a stiff breeze. Living, <laughs> living necrosis. His body was probably dead a year ago. It just finally caught up to him. Like, look, I, I know I, these guys got good long lives, and like somebody, like yeah, I, I somebody put up a um, it was Vince Scully, you know, and he was just calling the game, and he was telling a story. I think it was about like Bumgarner or something, and it it, it was just a story. And it it re, it shows you why the greats are great. It's like he was just talking to the audience. Like the guys that will never be remembered, at least in the broadcasting world, are the guys who are fucking like just robots. The normal guys, like um, like Joe Angel, you know, Baltimore broadcast. Yeah. Like that guy just was fucking amazing. Like he would just like he would just talk like a normal person. Like he knows that what he's doing is kind of ridiculous. And he just paints a picture for you. And those are the people that are great. And he was one of the greats. Uh, you know, Bill Russell, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't watch a lot of basketball. Obviously, I know the name. Mm-hmm. And, and for somebody who doesn't watch the sport and knows the name, that should tell you how legendary they really are. Something yeah. before my time that I never saw. Russell, uh, 11-time NBA champion, uh, won one as a player coach, by the way. And he was the first African-American uh, head coach in the NBA in what was then and still, God, it still fucking chaps my ass that Boston is not, Boston's a racist town, man. For the Bostonians that are around here, I don't know, man. I've I've heard and Adam Jones has talked exclusively about how fucking people have said dastardly things about him uh, and his skin color while he, while he manned center field uh, many times in Fenway Park. Um, and after that, obviously Russell became a humanitarian. The crazy thing about Russell's legacy is, in my opinion, a guy who was 6'10 at the time playing in the sixties was a bonafide center. And he's left off a lot of like all time lists because, uh, at 6'10, he probably wouldn't play center now. And it's like, well, you can't play power forward. He, he played center back then. Like, man, the motherfucker won. All right. I'm not saying he's the greatest center of all time. But, I, you know, some of that stuff has to supersede, uh, you know, the, the, the eras of which you played. One of Russell's greatest quotes, in my humble opinion, I don't know if you guys know this 
well too well. Do you remember Willis Reed from the Knicks? He came out, he stumbled out on the court in like the 71 finals. I uh, missed a couple games before that, hit two shots, and then didn't play the rest of the game and spirited the Knicks into beating the, the Wilt Chamberlain-led Lakers. Does that ring a bell? Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, yeah, Reed won the MV- <laughs> won the uh, the MVP that year for the regular season. Really fucked his leg up in game four, missed five and six, and came out uh, in the, the Madison Square Garden, went nuts. Went absolutely ape shit. He stumbled out. He like limped up and down the court, hit his first two shots, and then the Knicks just went on and trailblazed the Lakers uh, that game to win the NBA championship. Bill Russell, who was retired at that point, speaking about Wilt Chamberlain, playing against Willis Reed, said, I would have fucking buried him. He comes limping out on the goddamn court. I would have <laughs> fucked his fucking day all up and won the championship. I would have played harder than I'd ever played my entire life against a gimp. And I was like, God, listen to that fucking killer go. <laughs> and he was he had been retired for 10 years at that point. Um, yeah, ah, I love that. And for a guy like uh, uh, Vin Scully, for a guy like myself who wanted to be in broadcasting and still kind of do, go back and listen to Kurt Gibson's home run in game one of the 1988 oh, yeah. World Series. Uh, he knows to call it, and then he knows to shut the fuck up. Let the picture... Let 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 the videographers do their job. Let the crowd go bananas. Let Kurt Gibson fist pump all the way around the bases, and then maybe after a minute or two, you can you can give your commentary to it. And uh, I mean, he was the voice of voice. He, he didn't have a play by, didn't have a color color commentary guy. He called the game by himself for the most part. He was his own he was his own color commentary and play by play guy. And uh, Shit, I tell you what, uh, I, he he retired a few years ago, but I I, I got a little choked up hearing about uh, his passing, and I tell you what, we normally sign off the show by one of our one of our idiot idiotic songs and our uh, our logo, but tonight I'm going to give you Vin Scully's uh, last game sign off because I think it's uh, it's in- incredibly inspirational and uh, I don't know something pretty cool. So enjoy. You know, friends, so many people have wished me congratulations on a 67-year career in baseball, and they've wished me a wonderful retirement with my family. And now, all I can do is tell you what I wish for you. May God give you for every storm a rainbow, for every tear a smile, for every care a promise, and a blessing in each trial. For every problem life seems a faithful friend to share, for every sigh a sweet song and an answer for each prayer. You and I have been friends for a long time, but I know in my heart that I've always needed you more than you've ever needed me. And I'll miss our time together more than I can say. But you know what? There will be a new day and eventually a new year. And when the upcoming winter gives way to spring, rest assured, once again, it will be time for Dodger baseball. So this is Vin Scully wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon wherever you may be.